Come on. Welcome to Dave and Mahoney. The, uh, the weed is moldy, but it's on sale. That's why it's on sale. <laughs> How <laughs> does one tell if there's mold on their weed? Because weed it'll, is green. It'll and mold it. is green. Sometimes white, depending oh, like, on I the... Like, I the... like that white mold. <laughs> Get that white mold out of here. I feel like that's a pretty good insult for Mahoney. Like, you're white mold. <laughs> Dave and Mahoney. We used to in time. drink Ice House and... Bush. <laughs> Bush. As smooth as it sounds. <laughs> like, I want to get a pickup truck. There's nothing more American than like... Bush is what you're saying? That, uh, so I'm hearing. Oh, boy. <laughs> Dave, Dave, Dave and Mahoney. We're not going to, like, get into a, a slobber knocker throwdown fight over it. I mean, it. I think I might like a slobber a knocker. A slobber knocker. <laughs> what is that? That's it's another word for a fight. That sounds like the call you'd hear on the radio in the 40s. Like, what a slobber knocker we have going on tonight. Look Why at these two. Ah, we'll wind up in here with Dave. the uppercut. Slobber knocker indeed. All right. And now, this is Dave and Mahoney. Hello, friends. Got some good news and some bad news to kick things off today. What would you like first there, Mahoney? Some bad news. Some bad news today. And I, I'm with you, Mahoney. Maybe this is why you don't go in the water anymore. Shark attacks on the rise. Two deadly attacks. Deadly attacks in the last 48 hours. People getting bit, man. Yeah, so, I mean, really terrifying situation down in Mexico. There was a woman that was trying to save her five-year-old daughter. Oh, my God. Who was, I guess, like 75 feet out. You know, in Mexico, like, it's pretty shallow in a lot of areas for a long way, so you can be out that far and not be that deep. Mm -hmm. The shark swims up. Sharks have been starting to come bankside. I know. It's wild, isn't it? And so these, you know, this mom sees this shark, gets her daughter up onto this float, who thankfully is okay, but gets bit in the process. And then there's another one where you like to frequent in the Bahamas. There was a... Uh, a, a woman and some sort of relative that were paddle boarding. A shark attacked her. She also didn't make it very sadly. We got to start bringing guns out to the water. Are they waterproof? No. But uh, I mean, we need water. I look, mean, guns I'm, that shoot underwater. Harpoons. Har- but no, yes. no, but like, no, screw a harpoon. I want a gun that shoots underwater. Okay, so yeah. do I they want, make waterproof guns? Like a 50 cal harpoon. You call it an otter box. Yes. Like a Glock. <laughs> That works underwater, we would call a walk. A walk. <laughs> waka, waka. Uh, but yeah, the uh, the sharks are, uh, you know, attacking more, but they have two deadly attacks in the it's last horrible, couple of man. days. That's just wild. So the fact that the, you know, these stories are becoming more rampant, we don't really know if it's just they're getting reported more, if there's more people out in the water, and, and or if it's just the sharks' areas, you know, they're normally not this close to shore or, or coming in. But for me, like, yeah, it's 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 certainly dampened my love for snorkeling over the uh, the last uh, you know eighteen months. Where they've also been talking about uh, the water temperatures of the ocean changing, right? So a lot of, I mean, Sharks you're you're to totally changing the ecosystem of the water because of exactly right, Dave. Like they're 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 just breeding and uh, eating and feeding in different areas than they ever really have before, and things are, are like, disappearing I think we because just the waters are getting warmer. All sharks on site. Well, I feel That's like... your platform as, the, as a politician, yep. just shoot all sharks. Shoot all on, sharks. Yeah. My <laughs> thought was, bring out the orcas, but they're smarter. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. so much more terrifying. Yeah, they, they're, they're like gonna... one of the only things in the ocean that kill sharks. And they can probably Google. They probably can, they probably man. Can. They hunt in packs, and they know how to, like, make it to where they'll troll you and call you ugly on your Instagram, too. What's wild is that there was a lifeguard, I guess, that saw all this going down with this woman on the paddleboard with, you know, her and this guy out there and the shark imagine? attack. Can you imagine being a lifeguard and being like, well, I got to go save them. This guy swam out there and pulled them back to shore. Oh, my God. A hero. S- sadly, she got bitten se- severely enough where she didn't make it. But, yeah, he goes out there into the water and drags them both back to shore. Now he's the father to that child. No kidding. Some uh, some good news today as well. If you are a uh, big fan of Santa Claus, and I know a lot of people are this time of year, Airbnb is giving away three nights in Santa's cabin. And you're like, Santa's cabin? You got you actually going to send we gotta go to the North, North Pole? Pole. Uh, this one is is actually in northern Finland, so it's got a lot of the North Pole vibes to it. But I mean, don't live in Finland. I saw. <laughs> why not? What's wrong with Finland? Because I don't like my Santa finish. I don't, don't. like my country shaped like penises. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like your Santa to finish? Huh? Nope, I okay. don't. I don't know. I'm going to go hoi hoi hoi. I feel like that's how you would sound if you're Finnish. I have no idea what you sound like. Oh, but oh, it's oh, not oh, is that what it is? <laughs> I feel like, is that racist? I don't know. <laughs> but they, it's it's actually a really cool little cabin like it looks very much like you know as you'd expect authentic to santa claus and they're uh, they're giving it away for good for two adults and two children available 18 uh to 21 of this month and um that's just not enough for me so i'm out but 
To everyone that just has only two children, good luck. I'm not going to Finland to go stay there. Like You're there's, not? Um, Mahoney's looking at pictures. I don't even know Finland looked like that. But I would be going to wherever Mahoney, whatever pops up on Google, that's where I want to go. Not to this cabin. What did you Google? Finland. <laughs> Just Finland. I was making sure that it was, it was a penis-shaped country, which it is. Yeah. I was correct. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. So there's been a lot of talk about psychedelics, and Mahoney, you've said many times on this show that you are not a big fan of psychedelics personally because nope. you are worried about what you could possibly reveal. Yeah, man. But I don't think that most people that are casually taking, like, micro-dosing mushrooms are freaking out and melting down. They're not going on these ayahuasca trips like Aaron Rodgers yeah, where you spend days in a sweat lodge. I got a lot of stuff buried and so you don't have to get dig deep. Mine's like just you know, beneath the surface. I, yeah, yeah, this is a, you don't got you don't got to throw like a 200 foot well in here to hit water. You could just this is like Louisiana, man. You you just you you poke a hole in the ground and water's coming up. It does feel like a lot more people are curious about psychedelics and not because they're like, I want a trip this weekend. It's because we're all depressed and we need to microdose them in order to create our depression. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of people that use them as for medicinal purposes and to make you less depressed. And that was the happiest I've ever been. And, and if, if there is kind of a choice between, OK, I'm going to take this you know, manufactured pharmaceutical drug or I'm going to take this psychedelic. Sure. Uh, maybe you choose the psychedelic. Maybe not. Who knows? But right. uh, just know that if you have been buying them illegally, especially in rural Connecticut, it's going to get a lot harder in the very near future because there was a 21-year-old kid who just got busted with a grow operation. He was running a mushroom ring out of his garage to the tune of $8.5 million. So did I ever tell you guys the story about whenever I was in college, I was a sophomore, and the guy who lived directly, like my front door neighbor, got swatted for this same exact thing, except for he was sending him through the mail. You were mailing him? He had an entire operation. Well, his was weed, but he had an entire operation where he was sending it all through USPS. And there is nothing scarier, I'm sure, than being a 21-year-old who's got a mushroom psychedelic ring. And all of a sudden, some people go, doom, 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 doom. It's the feds. And then your entire life is over. And where are they now? No, this guy is 21-year-old in Connecticut. I don't know. Where is he, Dave? He's in jail, uh, although he did not believe that what he was doing was wrong. As the police entered the home with the warrant, the man admitted to investigators that the mushrooms were, in fact, uh, psychedelic mushrooms, and which is a controlled substance. It's Schedule 1, according to state police. The man, however, said the mushrooms are not illegal, and he also declined to consent to search of the home, and they said, yeah, yeah, whatever, we got a warrant. And uh, and it is they've insane. They've been watching him. How, well, they got a tip. Somebody tipped him off. Somebody ratted this guy out, and sure enough, he gets busted, an $8.5 million operation down the tubes. See, why do they always make it on the TV shows seem like it's real hard to get a warrant? Right. Apparently, it just takes like one snitch. One, 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 one tip, and this guy's whole almost $10 million operation is down the tubes. Poor guy. You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Then this segment is for you. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY and leave a... Leave a message. Please leave a message after the tone. What TV commercial character do you hate the most? Flo from Progressive, Lily from AT&T, or Jake from State Farm? Message deleted. Gotta be one of those. I'll tell you the one I like. The the woman from AT&T. Oh. I don't know what her name is. Oh, she is exactly your type. She but does. She looks like she could and, be a little school teacher. And she's got some big old boobs, too. Does she really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah huh. she does. I don't know what her name is, but I'm a fan. Can't see him on the TV. That's what honey. She's modest mm. on the TV. And modest is hottest. Modest is hottest. That's, That's right. what mom always said. That is so Mahoney's type, too. Like, she looks like 1950s mm-hmm. uh, in, a, in a button-up. Mel- Melania Vantrub. She's been doing it since 2020. Been giving Mahoney Van Trubs every time she sees <laughs> I got a little trubby. Wow, she's... How old is she? Do you guys know that she uh, was part of the fapping? What? Oh, when she they, was? That's, yeah. That's, she, nah, man, that ain't, no. that ain't right. No. Really? I mean, yeah, she had a photo of herself on her phone that got hacked. How did she... Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, mean, I get she's like the AT&T person, but the fapping was well before the pandemic. Oh, it's been ongoing since. But like, was she even a thing? Like, I don't, I don't know if I've seen her. It was literally when she first started with oh, AT&T. It's actually been... Tw- since tw- she's been she's been their spokesperson since 2013, so... Oh, really? A decade now? Really? She wow. has? Yeah. I thought that she's been only there for a year, so I'm sorry. I didn't know. <laughs> I 
I really seriously did not know. That is tw- that's 10 years. You know what? Speaking of like very uh, like wholesome looking spokespeople that have like a certain hotness about them. You know the uh, the Jake national Jake from State Farm. Jake from State <laughs> Dude, he's Farm. He's a, okay. a good looking man. That's a good looking man. No, that that uh, the the girl who does the Toyota commercials. You know who I'm talking about? Oh, the yeah. Toyota Thon. Yeah. yeah, the Toyota Thon. Y'all need to start paying for no commercials. Yeah. <laughs> no. I <laughs> like pay, what? I pay Sports. for commercials. Yeah. I'm <laughs> like, tell me about that Tundra girl. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I mean, I get it. Like, because there are certain apps that I just almost out of principle, like I just don't pay for apps for, but I also just. Or for ads for, but I just don't ever turn on those apps. See, but oh, live you sports, don't, you don't watch t- you don't yeah. watch TV for sports. Yeah, and they're so, like, on sports, every you break, yeah. every break. Yeah. Insurance and and, and t- insurance and cell phone providers are the and one cars. and two. Those yeah. are like the three things that dudes buy. That's yep. it. And yeah. those are like every every commercial break. You're getting all of those at least once. So mm-hmm. to answer this guy's question, though, that was a guy, right? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. been so long ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> to answer this person's question, um, I think that I would want to choke out uh, the, what's the little cartoon guy that Shaq's with? The general? Oh, the general, yeah. Mm-hmm. Go with the general to save some time. Yeah. You, you want to choke out the general Him or Shaq? or the, the uh, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs bird. Uh, what, what did uh, Coco Bird ever do to you? I don't know. He just seems like he's got some uh, mentally unstable he... things happening within himself, and at any moment, he's going to start, like, going cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So, also, like, like, he's just a little Chester a little from Cheetos is definitely on meth, right? <laughs> oh, we can agree a, on that? He's an absolute... No, he's not. He's, uh, he's, he's, he smokes weed. Chester's Cheetah so is a weed smoker. And the um, I feel like Kool-Aid Chester... guy is on roids. Oh, absolutely. Kool-Aid guy's on roids. But yeah, Chester, I feel like he'll smoke anything out of a tinfoil. I feel mm-hmm. like you don't want to leave your drink uh, unattended in front of Chester Cheetah. Yeah, That's yeah. Joe Camel. Dude, he would Joe roofie Camel, you. Both Joe of Camel them. will roofie you in a second. They'll like, sell you <laughs> oregano as weed and roofie you. Please leave a message after the tone. So, Dave, your mother-in-law is coming back on December 7th. A day that would live in infamy. This is your own fault, man. The only thing you can do now is take that bedroom, put a drum set in there, say, oh, this is also Duke's drum studio. And maybe, uh, you know, it'll be worth, drums are expensive, but it'll be worth like the $2,000 investment. Message is deleted. you from the future? First off, Macho Man, great to hear from you again. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, secondly, I haven't heard, this was supposed to be this week that the mother-in-law is coming back and... There's no plans right now. So she's going to show up. What do you, you mean? So? She doesn't have... Do you normally know every move she makes? I mean, I normally have a pretty good idea. Like, she's coming in in a couple of days. You'd think, you know, kind of have an idea that... Did you not re-ask? Kinda, no, the wife hasn't brought it up again, and I am certainly not going to. Does she, like, tidy up a little bit before she comes? Might be something to look out for. Yeah. Is the bed made? Is there, is there clues <laughs> out there? Have yeah. the sheets been washed in that room? Uh, I love that you're way of not having your mother-in-law show up is by just like not asking or communicating whether or not she's coming. Mm-hmm. That's how it that's like how you that think works. that that's going to like put off the uh-huh. inevitable. The like ostrich, if you don't ask. Yeah, that's the ostrich. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just shove your head in the sand. sand. <laughs> if you and don't ask, when, it's not going to happen. And then when she shows up, I'm going to be surprised and furious. <laughs> On the Dave and Mahoney Show by leaving a voicemail at 833 Yo Dummy. Blitz, glamour, and out of touch celebrities. Well, that's redundant. It's Pop Trash on Dave and Mahoney. So there is a lot of streaming that is going down next week, and we have some important release dates. So Barbie is going to be streaming next week. As we talked about, there's also going to be the uh, the Taylor Swift movie that is going to be start streaming next week. Uh, but Barbie is going to premiere on HBO Max on Friday, December the 15th. And I will also feature an American Sign Language version, which I think DK Metcalf will appreciate. Yeah, yeah you know, as we know, he's uh, recently uh, taken to American Sign Language to talk trash to all of his opponents without getting fined. And I love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Uh, so, shockingly, maybe, Mahoney, uh, because we didn't expect this, the critics do not hate Wonka. In fact, they're saying that Timothy, Timothy Shimley... Uh, Timothy Chalamet has actually done a wonderful job with his portrayal of Willy Wonka, which is really hard to do because Gene Wilder did it literally perfect. Yeah. Like, there is nobody... I mean, I, I guess the original... Gene, I don't even think of Willy Wonka. I think of Gene Wilder. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. guess the, the creator of Willy Wonka was actually pretty Old upset doll. because... Gene Wilder made Willy Wonka his own in such a way that he felt like he kind of stole the character away from him. I can't imagine anyone doing Willy Wonka 
nearly as good as Gene Wilder, but I guess Timothy Chalamet is getting a lot of acclaim for uh, his ability to pull it off. So, but I mean, to the argument of Gene Wilder being the best to do it, was there anyone before Gene imagined that character being that way? No, no but Johnny Depp tried to do it after, you know? Right, he but because he was trying to do a, like, almost like a elevated version, like a on crack of what Gene did. He was yeah. just trying to take well, it into tr- that weird Alice in Wonderland's yeah. vein. You yeah, know? It, it, wasn't, it wasn't the same. And it's interesting because I'm looking, that came out, you know, almost 20 years ago now. That came out in 2005. Critics at the time gave it a pretty good rating, gave it 83% fresh. So that's around but, what the, the Wonka movie is getting. It's around that 80% but mark. the audience, on the other hand, actually, this is one you don't see very often on Rotten Tomatoes. You usually see these reversed Audience only gave it 51%. So the critics actually gave that one a higher score than the audience. And again, I think there's a built-in bias for people our age, Dave. We're in our parents' age who we grew up with Gene Wilder as Willy Wonka in Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And that's the only thing that we can see. So, I mean, I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot, too, and the reason why is because my kids actually really enjoy the original Willy Wonka, despite the fact that it's as old as it is. But it's not what we think it is. Like, this is not going to be the chocolate factory. No, it's his origin story. Right. So that's why I think it's probably doing so well because he's not having to to really go up against Gene Wilder. He's getting to kind of create his own fantasy land of what he would have been like as a kid. And all of us know we are much different than, you know, our adult versions of ourselves. Just a little bit. So Killers of the Flower Moon, it's a big movie, obviously. Leonardo DiCaprio, Robert De Niro. I mean, it's an all-star cast. Jesse Plemons is in the movie, so many others. Uh, And it is now available on demand, but it's not available for free yet. So one of the things that people that subscribe to Apple TV have been going is, hey, this movie is going to be free to us as subscribers but that's going to be in due time. So it's it's available if you want to purchase it now um, as of this week. But the uh, the the free version for Apple TV subscribers, I'll, I'll that's a, at a, a later time. I'll wait a little day. longer. You know, it's I'll so, wait a little yeah. longer. You know what's so funny is that whenever you, you say exactly that, Dave, like whenever I was so excited because I think it was like Peacock had the Mario movie for free like a month afterwards. And now Netflix is finally getting the Mario movie for free uh, well, by your subscription payment or whatever. How much longer do you think? Because that's been, what, six months for the Mario movie to finally hit Netflix? Oh, yeah, at least probably. Huh? So how long do you think it's actually going to take to be for free? Like, I mean, how, I, how much I, patience do we really have? I think the reason they haven't given us a date is because they want to see how many people are going to rush out and order it this week because maybe they want to see it. They didn't want to go to theaters, whatever it is. I think once the demand starts to slow down, that's when they'll be like, oh, we figured out the premiere date now. We've got the Oscars and everything else that are going to be happening. And then once that happens, I believe it'll probably be free right after that. That's probably that's probably or maybe they'll be like we've little, got an Oscar winner if the, if or it maybe wins. Maybe wait a little while afterwards because it'll because kind of create a new rush yeah. for it. Yeah, um, or maybe it'll work to sign up new subscribers if you're the one that has it for free on your platform and it does win a bunch of Oscars. Either way, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. If you want to buy it, it is available now. This is Dave and Mahoney. So Audrey, there's a lot of things to like about you. You're a very likable person, but you're also tell me more. You're a helper, and I, I like that. Whenever there's something bad going on. You always want to try to figure out how to solve it. And so we've been in the studio, and you've been trying to help me figure out why I have this sports injury in my yes. shoulder. And, um, and it's putting sports in front of the word injury, <laughs> I, I mean, think, is a little fair. generous. I mean, I've, I feel like it's, thank you, Chris, it's fair, because, I mean, it's pretty very likely that I injured myself while playing uh, semi-pro football. Mm-hmm. In the park with my seven-year-old daughter and a Nerf football. Semi-pro. Well, I mean, I'm not pro yet, but I'm thinking about it, which makes it semi-pro. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it's a sports injury. But the point is, my shoulder's been bothering me. I don't really know what it is. But Audrey's over here Googling away, trying to figure it out. And it didn't really help, but still, the effort was there. Thank you. I was trying for you. You also were doing this recently with a girl that you were talking to about her dating life, which I find really interesting because some of the details that you were sharing with us make it seem like maybe there would be some obvious things here, but maybe that's not the case for her. Well, because she was telling me that she had gone on, if you, okay, if you had gone on, we'll say 10 dates with someone, you know whether or not you want to be continuing to go on dates with. That's borderline. If you're, if we're not serious or planning on getting serious at this point, you are like an eternal 
uh, friends with benefits. If I make it to zone. 10 dates with somebody, I'm proposing. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. You're in love. 10 dates is a lot. I, yeah. I, I would say if by date one, I don't know whether I want to spend more time with you, no. I don't. I mean, well, yeah, if you know uh, you, no, if you, right you, know you don't want to spend more time, but you don't know if they're like commitment worthy sure. at date one. But I would usually. say, usually, you would need say to three see, dates you need to suss in. that out. Three, three dates in, you have a pretty good idea where three you're Three dates and you know if you want to sleep with that person or not. Three minutes in, usually. Yeah, it didn't take me three dates to figure out. Well, so, <laughs> that's why you guys end up with stalkers. So listen to this. That's fine. This just, girl I keep trying to bait stalkers. Yeah, they're right, fun. Sorry, this girl I was having a conversation with was telling me that she's gone on 50 dates with this guy. How, over what period of time? Like, because 50 dates feels like. That's a that, year. That's, that's, that's one a, date Every week for a whole year. That's an Adam Sandler movie. Right. Yeah, it literally is. 50 first dates. Hilarious. That's so true. So, I mean, we'll say over the course of like three or four months, maybe. I don't know. It's a I lot. mean, that's I didn't. Yeah, a, lot a lot of time of to spend with somebody. But I would say, on average, like when I, when I think about when my wife and I were getting together, that's about how often we were seeing each other. Like In the at, beginning. For, at, yeah. Yeah. I would say because, you know, with work and everything else. But yeah, about 50 in three months. So she's telling me this, and I'm getting more answers from her about where she is feeling like this relationship is going, to which she responds, yeah, I think I kind of like him. And I was like, well, if you feel like you just kind of like him by date 50, maybe you don't really kind of like him because I feel like you guys are saying you should know within a certain time frame of whether or not you're trying to be with somebody. I was well past the I love you stage. <laughs> I said the 50. same thing. Like, I mean, Mahoney, we're talking day like, date like 25. For real. I was married to my wife before we went on 50 dates. Like, <laughs> yeah. what are you talking about? Which made me feel you like... You had three children. <laughs> I don't think we've even been on 50 dates to this day. Yeah. Her argument was, I feel like he just doesn't really know me yet. And I'm like, well, are you offering up information? And it felt fun. It was funny to me because, like you guys are saying, I was like, I am I know that I was it's, in the... I, I am... If I'm not in love with this person yet, I know that I'm starting to feel that way by bare minimum. 50. What if my Dates? Is it possible dates is that a long time. maybe she's holding on to him, waiting for something better? She told or me vice versa? it's because she's used to men who aren't interested. Okay. That I think that she is now, she's now playing it so safe that it is now, I think, jeopardizing her. Okay, gotcha. I mean, what's, mm. I would love to talk to this guy. I mean, is this a friend of yours? Uh, well, or just somebody you like? mutuals. Because to me, like, when you say 50 dates and she's just kind of sure if she's into this guy or not, like, that just is the biggest red flag in the yeah. world to me. If I'm going to take you man. out on 50 dates and you're kind of like, meh, but yes, I want to go out with you every like time that I ask. you're spending all my free, like, I mean, think about that. Like, even if it was six months and you did 50 dates in six months, that's basically all of your free time. Yes. That's every weekend. Right. And he travels. So her, she was saying, well, I don't really feel like I know him all that well because he's constantly traveling, this, this, and that. What are you doing? Like, what are they doing on these dates? Going on hikes. <laughs> like, are you oh, not even worse? Oh. I know. There's lots to unpack here. But the number one thing was is that I said she'll never be loved again. <laughs> like, I'm not going to Like, you'll never know love. Dave and Mahoney. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Time to play Tipsy through the quad. or Toddler <laughs> on Dave and Mahoney. Come on, everybody. Mary is joining us today for a round of Tipsy or Toddler. Mary, one question for you before we get going. Have you spent any time recently around very drunk people, little kids, or both? Or neither? Um, both. Both, yeah. I mean, it's the holidays. It feels like you spend a lot of time around drunk people and little kids this time of year. So we're going to read you some things that were said by either a very drunk person or a little kid. You're trying to figure out which is which. Uh, if you're able to get four out of the five today, you're going to be our winner. Are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, Mahoney and Audrey, you guys are up first on this one. Take it away whenever you're ready. Mahoney, before we begin, the thespian that you are, I would mm -hmm. like to know what direction would you like to take this? Uh, I'll follow your lead. Oh, okay. I'll follow your lead. What? Did you just get? I got three boxes of matches. Because guess what? They're free. And also, where's my beef stick? Why would I take your beef stick? Say swear to God, you ate my whole beef stick. I never ate the whole beef stick. So dramatic. Mary, over to you. Is that tipsy people talking or a toddler talking? Oh, my gosh. I'm going to say a toddler 
You would think that a beef stick that went rogue <laughs> may be a toddler, but unfortunately, that's some people who have been drinking a little too much. What did you just get? I got three boxes of matches. Because guess what? They're free. And also, where is my beef stick? Why would I take it? Say you swear to God you ate my whole beef stick. I never ate that whole beef stick. Never ate the whole beef stick. <laughs> you never go whole beef stick. <laughs> never go whole beef stick. <laughs> never go full beef stick. <laughs> Okay, Audrey, uh, it's you and I on this one, and uh, the note here in the uh, in the script says Southern accent, so let's do our best, okay? Mm-hmm. You are worrying about your hair right now when it's raining cats and dogs outside? <laughs> it's cats and dogs. <laughs> it's pouring inside a boot out here. You're worried about your dang hair. Quick, really good, Dave. <laughs> is that a tipsy person or is that a toddler? Oh, my goodness. Um, uh, I'm going to go with Tipsy. Tipsy is. Oh, God. Incorrect. That's a toddler. <laughs> said, oh, good. Oh, no. He tricked his heart. Okay. You are worried about your hair right now Why it is finding dogs and cats outside. It's cats and dogs. <laughs> it's pouring a boot out here. And you are worried about your dang hair. I love Southern Kids. Are you kidding me? Okay, Mary. We'll make it three out of five since you blew it on the first two. (laughs) It's all right. It's all right. Here we go. On to uh, to number three. And Audrey, it's just you on this one. Shower. Put perfume on and lotion, but I put fresh lemon down boyfriend and be single. I've been single for a couple years, actually. Is that a tipsy person or a toddler? We're going to go toddler. Yeah. That, that was the giveaway. Yeah. Shower. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Put perfume on and lotion. Okay. Um, I put fresh and I've done the boyfriend and just be single. I've been single for a couple of years, actually. All right, so you're on the board with one. Mahoney, you're uh, you're alone here on Bad number enough. four. <laughs> number four. There's a ring around the moon. It's hard to see on camera. But who? A whole ring around the moon. We're going to die soon. It's over. Wow. Got dark. Okay. Uh, Mary, tipsy or toddler? I'm going to go with tipsy. Yeah, tipsy. All that doom and gloom. Thank goodness. There's a ring around the moon. It's hard to see on camera, but there's a whole ring around the moon. We're going to die. It's over. That's me. I'm such a buzzkill. Yeah. (laughs) There's not a ring around the moon, bro. That's Saturn. That's Saturn you're looking at. All right, so you got two, correct. It all comes down to this. Mary, you get this right, you win. You get it wrong, you lose. Are you ready? I'm ready. Mahoney, go for it. Hey! What happened? <laughs> what happened, Chad? Tell me. Duh. You poked her? <laughs> Where's it at? Do not put that in my face. You best not. Go wash your hands. <laughs> I like how my only cue was to laugh. Thanks for that. <laughs> All right, that's it. Mary for the win. Tipsy or toddler? <laughs> Tipsy. There, there she is. Go. I love the panic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you did a great job. Great job. Let's have a listen. Hey. What happened? <laughs> what happened, John? Tell me. Dude, you poked her? What is that? Do not put that in my face. You best not. Go wash your hands. This is Dave and Mahoney. So we have it, you guys. I'm sure you've probably seen this popping up on different news channels, but they have decided on the official word of 2023. I've seen it. You saw it? Yeah, man. I know everything. Yeah. Audrey Audrey is connected. She uh, she knows about what the youths are saying. And it turns out the word of 2023 is Riz, according to Oxford University Press. Would it's, you please give us the definition of Riz, Sure. David? So uh, as somebody that is obviously in my youth, yes. uh, I know all about the uh, the slang that the kids are using today on the tickety-tockities. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, Riz is short for charisma. And so it's similar to having game, right? right. So as opposed to... You know, just having charisma or having game, it's now that person, that individual has Riz. We're so old trying to explain this. So let me let me try to explain <laughs> this in, in a way that maybe makes more sense for people. So, Use it in a sentence if you like. Well, yeah. So, uh, okay. So, for example, there is a rapper 
named The Game. Yeah. Now, in 2024, there's going to be a rapper named The Riz. No. And that's going to be me. Okay. Uh, if you wanted to give somebody a, a portable gaming device back in the day, you may have given them a Game Boy. Now you can give them a Riz Boy. No, 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 no. If you want to sit no, down no, no, on a works. Saturday Yay. afternoon and you want to watch some sports on TV, now you can watch College Riz Day no. instead of College Game that's Day. Not no, that's not what this is. If you want to buy some used video games, you can go to Riz Stop. No, there no? are people who are going to believe you. If you want to sit down on a Sunday night and take in some quality HBO programming, there is now Riz of Thrones. Okay. Yeah. Riz of Thrones. <laughs> Look, oh, I, I, don't, I don't understand any of this either, okay? I'm just trying to make it make sense. But if you're curious what the kids are saying and what Riz means, now you know. If it you've got kids, charisma. you know you have heard them say Riz. Yeah, but I mean, like, kids say a lot of stuff. You're like, can you ask them? So here's the thing, too. This is This comes off the... The tales of there was another word of the year already that Merriam Webster already put out like two weeks ago. So the Oxford Dictionary, you lagging ass bitches. What was what was Webster's word? Way better than it is authentic. See, I, okay, that that's actually an authentic choice. That's by, a real word by Webster. But normally, Webster's the ones that are trying to be all cute. Like they're the ones that are adding all well, of these they, ridiculous they, I words. Feel like, yes. like years ago. Yeah, they're like, are, are you sure that's not Oxford or is, that's Miriam? Are you not getting them confused? No, we're not getting them confused. Oxford tends to be the more serious one. Well, they're not serious right now. They're they I feel like they're serious losers. So, but I mean, word of the year, no riz, or is it the introduction to the dictionary? Because those are two different things, right? So, Riz has never been in the dictionary before so they're putting it into the dictionary whereas it sounds like to me Mahoney your word of the year being authentic just means that that was the year the year's word I think it's the other way around actually so Oxford authentic University is in the, okay. no, uh, Oxford is, is saying that Riz is their word of the year Miriam is saying we're going to include it also how is authentic not already in the dictionary no it no, is but it's I'm the, it's the, that's the so most it was the most used word of the year Authentic like, was the most had the most word. like the increase in use. So really? Riz is being added to the dictionary. That's mm. why it's their word of the year and their word that they're introducing into the dictionary. You know what? Putting authentic finally as the as the word of the year, that's Riz. No, it's not. Dave. That's yes. still not even used that's right, right, man. Nah, right. Dave. Dave and Ed Mahoney. Yay! Got a comment, complaint, or opinion for Dave and Mahoney? Call 833-YO-DUMMY. Please record your message. This is the voicemail. Please leave a message after the tone. Okay, so hear me out. When Dave puts his arm in a sling and everyone's asking what happened, he does go with the burning orphanage story. And sure, a couple kids didn't make it or whatever. But that's why the lovely lady saw a Roman Catholic nun. But she was a Roman nun. Because she was roaming. Message deleted. So that is one way to really use your imagination, lady. Because, mm-hmm. Dave, you were talking the other day about your shoulder. I uh, have. Having uh, a little pinch in there. It's a sports injury. Okay. Uh, I'm pretty convinced. It's not because I slept on it aggressively or anything mm-hmm. like that. He's been throwing what nerf balls. What sports have you been playing? Uh, all of them. Okay. All yeah. sorts of balls. Yeah. I just been, Dave uh, is an athlete of, of many sports. I've been balling. As they say. Mm-hmm. Is that what they say? Mm-hmm. That's what they say. You've been balling. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, man, I got a Nerf football for my kids and threw it like four times at the park and now my shoulder's blown out. Like, oh, what geez. the hell, man? <laughs> but but now you're going to be wearing a sling or a sling? A, sp- uh, a sling. A sling. How's mm-hmm. it go? Mm-hmm. Still hurting today? A little bit. Really? Yeah, yeah, you have to use bit. that arm a lot. Yeah, I know. Do you have a sling at your house? <laughs> no. Who has a spare sling? We got a sling. You do? Yeah. I got a sling. Yeah. I feel like most I people have- I got a sling at your way. I don't have you a sling, a, man. You guys have a no. sling? I'm not a sling, man. You got, you got kids and you don't got a sling? I tried to talk my wife into getting get one of those slings, but she said no. Um, so, yeah, no. Why would I have a sling? Because I have kids. It doesn't make any sense. Kids get hurt, man. Also, I'm really They're annoyed at you right now. You keep <laughs> flexing your bicep in order to say that your shoulder hurts. No, no. <laughs> First off, that's just natural, <laughs> the flex. So it's so not, annoying. No, I'm natural. saying like how the, going like, oh, yeah, my shoulder. It hurts no, so like, bad. And you're sl- like flexing would, your Would bicep. the sling go all the way up here? I like that she noticed that I have muscles. That's <laughs> yeah, the first time that's ever happened. No, you're sl- you would it would be L shaped. You usually L-shaped. keep it at like a ninety degree angle. Yeah, you want like a take, wing, so you don't have to like keep uh, you know the use any muscles to hold your arm up. I see. That's what slings are for. I'm gonna power through, guys. Okay. I think I'm gonna make it. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Dancing Mahoney, I actually did have a fear of water. One thing that happened to me was 
I was hanging out with friends one day. I was down at the river, and my friends wanted to were talking about they were going to push me in the water and make me swim. So I fell in the water, and I had no memory of what happened of when I fell in the water. And luckily enough, I survived. It was like a near-death experience for me. Message to You was murdered by your friends. Also, uh, can we just stop for a moment and talk about how, as an adult, I would never, ever ever get into a river. I mean, as kids, we used to take a rope swing and go flying oh, yeah. out over the river, which, you know, may or may not be fairly shallow in some spots. Mm-hmm. You never know because it's all murky. It's all murky. You have no idea what's in there except for you know for sure there's water moccasins because you see yep. them. Alligators, piranhas, everything. Oh, rivers <laughs> are so gross, man. And we just used to go launch ourselves into it. The thing that I cannot believe that we used to do as teenagers that I would never do as an adult is go get just wrecked and float down a river. Like, th- we would go oh, man, floating. I, I still do that. We I was going to say, I, I bet there's like at least one, maybe two uh, people in this room it's a huge that thing. still do that. I do I know. it every year. Yeah, I, know, I love kayaking. I just can't, but you're going to get as drunk. Like, we would get blacked out. Like, the fact that none of us drowned. No, I'd be wearing floaties. Yeah. Yeah. So you would drown while still floating face down on top of the river. Yeah. You'd be drunk yeah. when it happens, yeah. too. Yeah. We, so would, fun. we would do that and then go camp. And just hang out, like just because all you wanted to do is you needed, you couldn't have, you didn't have an apartment, yeah, you know, and so you like spend the weekend, like you're like junior, senior year, you go flow, you get drunk as hell, then you like camp for like two or three days. That's when you and your boys used to go out there, and you said you kind of discovered yourself around that time. Mm-hmm. We were yeah. all out there, Dave. Yeah, okay. <laughs> menagerie of people. Yeah, you know, you know, it was dark. I, don't I didn't do know. Anymore. Didn't know who was who. Didn't care. You know how you menagerie know six. that you're old is that the thought of you going out there, Mahoney, obviously because getting drunk and like going to float on a river sounds exhausting. We'd all get sunburns, but also we would all be in water shoes. And if you got caught wearing water shoes at 16, yeah. 17, 18, oh, even 21, like I would be protecting my feet. Hooks everywhere. There's just those rogue hooks. I have a collection of water shoes now. Now as an adult, I mean, there's no shame <laughs> there, there's, there's a swing, right? It's yeah. like it was embarrassing, and then you get to a certain point where it's you're like, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah water yeah. shoes you don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, there's nothing more ick than men's toes. Cover them up. <laughs> Wear water shoes. How dare you? I've got, I, I used to be a foot stand. model. How dare I you? I cannot stand. Can't stand it. Don't do it. What if your fiance was like, I've got one wish. So his toes are fine because I love him, but uh-huh. rogue male toes oh, okay. freak got me it, out. Got it, got it. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Dave, keep the boots buttons. Send the mother-in-law to my place. I'm tired of my own cooking. Talk to you later, bye. Message deleted. <laughs> it's you. I don't know what you said, but yes. This is Dave and Mahal. I know this is not the right decision. I know that I should not be doing this. It's not safe, but boy, is it entertaining. So yesterday, I'm driving home after we leave the radio station. And so I'm driving south, and there's these two cars that are road raging. And what kind of cars? So one was a a truck, like a small pickup truck, like a Ford Ranger. And the other one was some some sort of Chevy vehicle, like maybe a Malibu or some sort of just innocuous Normal Chevy, sedan, whatever it is. Didn't right. you know they still made Malibus. They so, do. Oh yeah. Just t- they're actually like, not bad. Two like normal type of vehicles, but they were road raging hard Dude, to the point be, you can't be raging in a boo. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do the boo, baby. Yeah, but so, you can't be getting b- bout it in the boo. So the uh, the road rage had gotten to the point where they were like swerving at each other in the yeah. fast lane. Well, I mean, one was in the fast lane, and then the other was in the HOV lane, uh-huh. and they were like going back and forth, and gotcha. it was getting pretty aggressive. And so I know what I should do is just to Move. hang back and get out of the way, let them do their thing. But Dave, you, you're nosy. But you know that I can't do that. You're nosy. Did you follow to see <laughs> well, this I mean, play have, out? So you have to, right? I mean, we've talked about this before. I don't know what it is with the way that a lot of us guys are hardwired, but we kind of seek out danger. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to get as close to the edge as possible without going over it. But, you know, Chris, we've talked about driving through bad neighborhoods before just because the thrill of it, you're not supposed to be there. You used to do it all the time. Yeah. Southside yeah. Chicago. Just, just kind of sniffing around, seeing what's going on. Just get a little ways yeah. in and make sure you got a quick exit out. Exactly. <laughs> but I know that I shouldn't be following these guys close enough where I can fairly clearly see what's going on. But I've got to. Yeah. And nothing that dramatic happened. Now it didn't turn into like a gunfight or anything like that, unfortunately, because that would have been a great story. But they unfortunately. were unfortunately. <laughs> but that would have been a great story. They were swerving at each other where like they were having to get out of the way because they were trying 
to hit one another as they were going back and forth on this road. That's terrifying. And, and, and eventually it got up to the point where they were going like 85 miles an hour while this was going on. Whoa. And so, of course, I'm going 90 to try to keep up. <laughs> <laughs> and you're not filming? Come on, man. No, man. Like, that that's taking it a step too far. If yeah. I had, like, the dash cam that was already rolling... But if I'm like have my phone out while I'm driving 90 to try to keep up, I'm to calling it. the police on these clowns. So what are you really? happening? Are you the cops? Such a narc. So it, it, certainly one, am. One of them just sped off the exit, but it was actually a very impressive. You know, like when you're watching like a police chase mm-hmm. where they make it look like they're not going to get off the exit, the last second they <laughs> cut over like four yeah. lanes and off they go. So they so. were in the wrong. Oh, I mean, maybe. The person who's who wanted to have a oh my gosh, you don't even know where I'm going exit moment. Mm-hmm. That person was in the wrong. I mean, were I, they I, in the Ranger? Or were they in the boo? No, the, the one of the boo is the one that exited quickly. Mm. Yeah. Have, and, you ever, have you ever had a road rage, rage incident where you actually, like, made a gesture to somebody and they started following you and follow you off the exit? Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, uh-oh, like, <laughs> what's going to happen what have here? I, I gave a girl yeah. a thumbs up. And she <laughs> pulled out in front of me, slammed on her brakes, and got out of her car and started filming me. Eey. That's how you get run over. Did you yeah. run her over? Honestly, I'm a wimp. I was really scared. <laughs> So yes, <laughs> for the yeah. sake of the story, next Where time was I say to you ran go? Over. She was blocking me. She came out in she front of me. She is outside slammed. of a car. Yeah. You are in a car. Here's the thing: never get out. Like, if somebody gets out of a car and they're coming at you, run them over. Run them over. Yeah. yeah. Like, okay. For so real, you are in a notes. many right. thousand pound vehicle that has several hundred horsepower. Run. They have gotten out of theirs. Stripper over. Yes. <laughs> so the, if there's two things to take away from today's Dave Mahoney Morning Show, it's definitely follow the road raging people at 90 miles per hour. And if you see anyone get out of their car for any reason, just run them over. Run them over. This is Dave and Mahoney. You know the songs. You know the songs. Be working so hard. But do you know them when they sound this bad? I've got this feeling. It's Cover Your Ears on Dave and Mahoney. Elizabeth is joining us for a round of Cover Your Ears today. How are you, Elizabeth? I'm great. Thank you. So we got 30 seconds on the clock for each one of these. We've got a couple of lifelines if you need it. You're trying to get three out of the four in order to get a full point. You need the artist and the song. If you get the artist or the song, you get a half point. Again, 30 seconds on the clock. And this first one has only got 22 views. So good luck. Here we go. Please don't ever let me be. I always want to be by your side. You know what, Audrey? I'm a little bit upset that you're not having a, an official wedding ceremony because I would hire these guys to play. Dude, that band jams. You're damn right they do. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Elizabeth, over to you. Do you know that one or do you need some help? Um, I think it's You Really Got Me Now by the, is it The Kinks? That is correct. So obviously Van Halen covered that song, oh. but it's originally by The Kinks. That's oh. exactly right. Well done. Good job. Oh. Yay. Yeah. I mean, you haven't won yet, so, like, chill out. But here we go. She's going to win. <laughs> here we go on to number two. 19 views on this one. Because when you're standing oh so near, I kind of lose my mind. It's not the perfume that you wear. It's not the ribbons in your hair. Why you coming here? And wasting all my time on your money hanging out <laughs> and talking in your sleep. And unfortunately, we have to stop it right there. What a masterpiece. 19 views. Elizabeth, do you know? Yikes. Um, the, is it the cars? It is the cars. Mm. And I don't, I don't, oh, you, you just I need the know. title. I don't know the name of the You song. just need the title. Um, I don't know. That's right. okay. Do you want to I'll take it halfie. You, you want to tag somebody in? Not for a halfie. Do it for a halfie. Okay. Mahoney yeah. or Audrey, who do you want to tag in? Uh, Mahoney. Just what I needed. Just what I needed. There it is. You were so close. Okay, so full so point close. on that one. And that means that you got two full points. You only need one more full point in order to win. This Ooh. next one, the most popular one, 45,000 views that we have today. And it is sung by the one and only Eric Cartman. Here From South Park. Mm-hmm. Catching the 
absolutely beautiful. All right. Elizabeth, for the win, do you know? Oh, oh my gosh. I do not. Can somebody help me? You got one more lifeline. Audrey, do you know it? Yeah, I know it. Oh, you do? Oh. Yeah, no, I do. Tag her in? Yes, please. Okay, there we go. That's all I needed. Uh, Ms. Metallica won. That's right. I need to be chosen. <laughs> I need to be chosen. I need to hear my name. Tell me that you love me. That you, <laughs> this is the Dave and Mahoney Show. This is the Dave and Mahoney Show. I think this is such a gross tactic. Spotify has just decided that they're going to lay off 17% of their staff. And you're going, 17% of their staff has got to be a lot of people, right? Yes, yeah, so they've got about 10,000 people that work for them. That means that about 2,000 people are going to be losing their jobs. And you're like... I thought Spotify, I mean, obviously they've spent a lot of money on stuff that maybe they didn't need to spend money on, but do they really need to lay off like 1,500 people I mean, they're right making the record holidays? revenue right now, Dave. And, you know, uh, one, of, one of my heroes actually just spoke out about uh, the way that they pay and mm-hmm. treat their artists, Weird Al Yankovic. Okay. Who is one, one of, of the, the greatest. One of the greatest of all time. Uh, had about 80 million streams this past year really? uh, and said uh, made about $12. No. You know, really? I mean, he didn't, he made more than that, but I mean, literally Spotify out of all the major streaming platforms is the one that pays the absolute least. Also, they're going to be demonetizing anybody who's under a thousand streams. So kind of even putting a, that, that kind of screws to even smaller artists on top of that. So, you know, as far as companies that I think have a lot of goodwill, uh, it's a service that I think a lot of people like because people just love music, as we know here on the radio. But they uh, they 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 are not doing their part to keep. They're not doing their part uh, when it comes to pushing that money back to the artists who are actually earning it. Well, don't well, they- you remember there was a, a for a really long time Taylor Swift refused to have her music on Spotify at all. Well, I mean, they, they had a, a $71 million third quarter profit, and you would think that with numbers like that, you wouldn't need to be laying off 1,500 people well, right got- before the holidays. But, of course, the CEO came out and said that, you know, it's to ensure that they, they, they're, they're right size for the challenge ahead. And, of course, he blamed the macro headwinds and the economic conditions that could be on the way. Oh, okay. Not what's happening now, but what could be on the way. And he said what this means is that uh, a lot of smart Talented and hardworking people are going to be departing. That's exactly what you want to hear when you're getting laid off. Yeah, that you're, you're so smart good at your talented, job. but not good enough to work here. So hit the bricks, bitch. See, but also what I don't understand is to that argument of of the economic like downturn that we could be facing for 2024 then why wouldn't you be doing the firings in 2024 instead of trying to take them out in the end of December? I know. It's all about the quarterly profits, the end of year profits. So that they can bonus at the end of the year. Exactly. So why do people find us to be so dumb? Like, we know what you're saying. We're not stupid. Like, it is so infuriating whenever you have these CEOs who talk to us like that. Like, you guys are so smart. Okay, well, we're smart enough to know that you're a liar. Yeah. I hate it. His quote was, I decided this was a substantial action to right-size our costs, the best option to accomplish our objectives. While I'm convinced this is the right action for our company, I also understand it will be incredibly painful for our team. Uh, but, but not for I me. because I'm a bonus. Rich. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to be spending Money. my billions of dollars, and you can uh, worry about where you're gonna where your next meal is coming from. So, uh, bye. And Thanks for dedicating your life to Stop making this. me look at the pores. See you later. Yeah, yeah. be gone. <laughs> You're listening to the Dave and Mahoney Show. Do you have a complaint? Yes. Call anytime at 833-YO-DUMMY. This is the voicemail. This one's for Audrey A. Uh, Mahoney was coming from the top ropes with the slobber knocker. Uh, in his youth, he watched seeing some uh, attitude WWF, and I'll say WWF. Screw the WWE crap. Anyways, but yeah, so he's bringing it from his youth. Slobber knocker from JR. It was a good time. Message deleted. Was that JR's thing? Is calling something a slobber knocker? Yeah. yeah. I mean, JR, uh, one of the greats, you know, one of, maybe maybe the greatest play by play guy in professional wrestling history. And he was the greatest uh, broadcaster that has suffered through Bell's palsy until you got it. Yeah. And then now, now here we are. Now I, I feel like he and I, one of the same. All I need is a badass cowboy hat and some barbecue sauce. That's right. Please leave a message. Hi, my name is Brandy, and I just wanted to thank you for giving me inspiration for my karaoke selections tonight. Good job, fellas. 
Message deleted. She's not going to tell us what her karaoke selection is. She tonight. didn't tell us, but you know what? I just I, I can imagine what it might be, and I imagine that it's like Phil Collins. In the air tonight. In the air tonight. You know, like she just. I don't feel like that's a great karaoke song. I feel like that's a great air drumming song, but not a great karaoke song. That, that mm. gets the go- the crowd going. Yeah, I mean, not like "Don't Stop Believing" or something like that, but that feels like a little too low hanging fruit. If if you had to name the number one karaoke song, what is it for you? For me, well, yeah. I mean, like if I uh, if I'm gonna karaoke, there's the two best, songs. The that best I- choice. There's two songs that I karaoke. Okay. But I'm thinking about adding a third, but I don't know if oh. they have it. When do Come you on. karaoke? On occasion. On uh, a cruise? Right said Fred's I'm Too Sexy, uh, my number one. Okay. My number two, Primus's Winona's Big Brown Beaver. Uh-huh. But if I was to add a number three. that's a fun sing-along. Well, I had that one down. That's uh-huh. that, that one's my jam. But if I was going to do one that I wanted to get the crowd moving, I would go Arabian Nights from the uh, Aladdin soundtrack. I mean, I got friends in low places is just such a perfect karaoke oh, song. Like, it's just everyone singing along. That doesn't matter if you're on tune or on beat or anything Wagon else. wheel. You know, yeah, uh, you know what works for me is uh, I touch myself by the Divinals. Please don't what? do that. No, I do it every time. No, just stop. Arrest him. Stop. It always stop. works. Please leave a message after the tone. Someone once told me failures are just stepping stones to success. And I've carried that with me ever since. Message deleted. That's just something losers say. (laughs) Untrue, Dave. If you are not failing, (laughs) you are not doing it right. Like, that's the thing. That's why, like, I quit so many things because if I'm not good at it inherently, I just stop. Yeah. See, but I mean, I think that that's also your own, uh, you know, your strengths. I mean, there's only so much practice because, I mean, we have been on teams. I mean, it's been a while because we're all old. But I mean, like, you've been on a team where there's that one kid whose parents just forced them to continue because they thought that maybe one day they would be good at whatever sport it was. And they just, that kid thought that they were going to be great one day. Is and it, sometimes, hey, kid, you're not really that great at basketball. Is it that their it's parents okay. are really not? Aren't. Yeah, no, you're not. <laughs> is it that the parents think that the kids are going to be great or they're just finding an activity to keep them busy so they can go do other things? I don't no. know. Trust me, there's no doing other things when you find an activity for your kid. You've always got to be present. No, well, you don't. Why? Not drunk. Why? But it's also <laughs> expensive. Why would you be putting so, so much money into an extracurricular so activity that you don't hope the best for your child to be and become? You just want Wanted to be busy, man. Keep us keeps them out of trouble. Six hundred dollars for two months, right? Well, Are you, have, you Sign them up at the Y or something. <laughs> at the Y. That's where I played in. soccer, <laughs> and it worked out great. Dave, Dave and, and Mahoney. You know what? I'm here for this, and I really get why people are also here for it. When I say people, I mean the students. There is a Minnesota middle school that has banned students having cell phones, and they're saying the kids are happy about it. I mean, you think about the pressure of being a middle schooler. And I think back to when I was growing up, probably some of the most difficult times when you're just sort of trying to find your foot. All your hormones are blasting like Every, uh, nuclear bombs. People are are mean. Like, kids are just ruthless to each other, especially when you get to middle school. You know, elementary school, there seems to be, like, some level of at least faked decorum. But by the time you get to middle school, like, teenagers are little jerks, man. See, I don't understand this because Harley, um, Dustin's daughter, my fiance. Uh, lost her phone by flushing it in the toilet. Oh. And to which we, last night, both get a text message of a PowerPoint presentation on, I don't know if you can see that, but the top says, reasons why I should get a phone. And she is 11. And the PowerPoint it goes on and on for how and the reasons why that she needs to get her phone back. So is I don't know what kind on, of kids school, these are. Is school on there for any reason? Uh, let's see. Uh, reason number one. Uh, reason is that dropping the phone in the toilet was a complete accident. Number two, um, you love me and I deserve a phone because you love me. Uh, number three, I would be so uh, happy if I got a phone. And okay. the final reason is that I do good in school. So she's got a point. Okay, so she does do good in school. So there's that. But, but that doesn't necessarily mean a Cell phone is a uh, is the reason why she does good in school. I can see though, Dave, like wanting us. I think these are two separate things, though. I mean, obviously, you know, not having a phone in school because I mean, obviously, you're either your friends or your parents, or you feel like you are getting distracted. And there's so many other things that are going on there. I can see why some students, or maybe even a majority of students, would think that school that, that phones at schools being banned may be a good thing. Well, they said and that also. I know this is, sorry for cutting you off. That's good. But also, like, think about, like, if you don't have phones at schools, especially at that time, 
them being able to film you and embarrass you in, in a time yeah. when you're around people who you necessarily wouldn't be around in your your other any other time because they aren't necessarily your friends. They're just your classmates. Yeah, facts. And that's one of the things that they brought up. So the principal was talking to the local news about it. He said there's no cross-the-table conversations anymore. There was no interaction happening in the hallways. And he said, let's be real with these devices. Our students, especially our teenagers, they, there was a lot of drama that came from social media, a lot of conflict that came from that. I don't know if this is going to be like a long-standing thing where the students, you know, in six months are going to be like, oh, yeah, this is great, the fact that I can't communicate like my friends can. But at the same time, it's like if, if the phones have distracted you so much while you're in school, one of the hallmarks of growing up is being eternally bored in a school class and not Absolutely. having anything to do except for stare at the well, clock. Well, honestly, and I'm sorry to say it, but this also feels like poor management skills from teaching from teachers and from the, this principal specifically. I know he's trying to like eradicate it by just removing the phones. But I mean, I grew up in an era with cell phones being in the and social media, Facebook, you know what I mean, where it was specifically used as a dating platform. Yeah. So like, I don't know. And when we had our phones out, the teachers took them from us and you did not get them back until the end of the week. Yeah, you know? accountability all the way around this is kind of the nuclear option. Like, let's just take all the phones away. But at least for right now, they're saying it appears yeah. to be working. I mean, but the the amount of cell phones now versus 15 years ago, Audrey, is still... Everyone know, had a phone. No, I mean, but when you literally look at the amount of phones now versus 15 years ago, we're talking billions more now. Well, no, I understand that. Sure. I just think that it's still like teachers gone soft. Yep. <laughs> This is David Mahoney. When your lifetime goal is to own a partial interest in a fireworks stand, it's the Redneck Report. <laughs> Dog will hunt. On Dave and Mahoney. So today we start the Redneck Report with a couple of senior citizens that were brawling. Any guesses where this could have been? This better be the villages in Florida, Dave. It sure is, Mahoney. Sandy Lee Leverett, 76 years old of Wildwood, Hell yeah. was arrested for felony battery of an 83-year-old man. Did you get, I mean, you're a senior citizen. You've got 159 collective experiences of life years together, and you're going to get into a fist fight? Or you're just, you've had enough. You've had enough of uh, that other lady's trash, and she's, you know, you, 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 you F around and you find out. So the altercation occurred in their living room when the woman threw a package at the man leading to the confrontation. Uh, the woman reportedly punched and slapped the man, and that, uh, that, resulted in her getting thrown in jail for it. Uh, due to the victim's age, the charge was elevated to a felony. Wow. The, I feel like you get a pass, though, right? Like, if you're 76 and you're attacking somebody who is 83, sure, it's elder abuse, but you are also an elder. I feel like it's just a normal abuse. I mean, that is a seven-year age difference, though. I mean, and if you think about, like, the fight game, that is a that is a pretty substantial amount of time. Mm-hmm. So are you yeah. saying if we were to get in a fight, then it would be you fighting a child? It would be child abuse? For you? Yeah, because we have such an age gap. I mean, you're almost 40, so I don't think so. So if I were to punch you, it would be elder abuse. Yeah, that's exactly right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so. not almost 40, also. <laughs> sure you're not. I'm almost 20. Yeah, yeah of course you're Just girl math. <laughs> you're closer <laughs> to 40 than you are 20. That's true. <laughs> Shut yeah. up. No, I'm not. So yeah. Ray Allen, 61 years old, also arrested for getting into an altercation with his lover, only he decided that he was going to not hit her with his hands, thankfully. Uh, he threw a sausage at her. What? Like, is yeah. it a link or a patty? That's, I think, the important yeah, like question. Yeah, did you toss um, like a disc, or did you fling it like a... I don't know. How do you fling a sausage link? Like a dildo. Jeez, oh, Dave. <laughs> I didn't want I mean, you do. End over you end. Do. It's got a link you go end over end. Because I don't think if you, again, if you could throw the, like, side dong ring. There'd be nothing. It better be a patty. Because there'd be no funnier noise than a splat of a patty on the side of your head. Yeah. Ray! Ray! <laughs> I'm calling the cops. Oh, man. I'm sure they they definitely put that detail in this journalism, correct? They sure did not. Just oh, said sausage. But terrible I don't, journalism. I don't feel like you could you could call it sausage without referring to it as a sausage patty if it was a patty. It had to have been a link. Or is it one of those, like, you know, like some of that breakfast chorizo sausage mm, that comes in the, yeah. uh, like, the actual kind of looks like nunchucks? You know what I'm talking about? Like yes. the cartoon-style yeah. sausage? Yes. Like how, like, kielbasa is? Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you actually try to, like, use those like nunchucks? <laughs> and then you always end up hitting yourself in the junk? Always. Because you always get you always get too cocky. And you try to go between the legs. Hey, you get cocky with a, sausage. This is a family show. And finally, sometimes the headlines just write themselves. A Clearwater man was arrested after he was seen entering an unlocked car. Described as wearing a uh, pair of tan shorts and a black T-shirt. They, um... 
the cops showed up and they're like, what uh, What are you doing? He's like, nothing. Are like, you sure? Because we just got reports that you were in the car. He's like, I wasn't in the car. They're like, you sure about that? Mm-hmm. They fingerprinted it. And sure enough, he was in the car. His shirt said, quote, I just got out of prison. His shirt says that? Yeah. And now guess where he's headed back to? Prison. Yeah. This is David Mahoney. So don't you guys hate it when you have a hot date lined up and then things go off the rails, nothing goes planned, and you know, you were just planning on having a, a beautiful evening where you've hired a prostitute for a gold shower and then things go just go haywire. Oh, am I running for like am I running for office or something? <laughs> what, what's going on here? What kind of what kind of Friday night's happening here, Dave? We do have a story on. about a, uh, a a motel room and a gold shower and a prostitute and a, some gunfire, and it does not involve a politician. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, a 66-year-old man paid a 34-year-old woman $300 for this <clears throat> activity. Uh, his name is David Butts. He is, <laughs> no. He's accused the woman of stealing his wallet in the hotel parking lot. Uh, Butts then fired a shot at the woman's car as she drove away, believing that she had taken his wallet. Uh, both parties confirmed the arrangement in separate police interviews, so the cops eventually kind of figured out what was going on. They tracked them both down, and they're both like, yeah, it's 300 bucks, and yeah, I was going to be in the motel room. Did and- she not take his wallet, though? Uh, no, I don't believe that she took his wallet. Uh, this, which- this this scandalous son of a bitch, she's just a hard-working woman out here trying to earn a buck. Speaking of, I don't like how we are shaming this woman all the while making this man a victim. He's the one who oh, hired her, wanted to get pe- on, and then got robbed. It's his fault. I totally agree. He didn't actually. even get robbed. He didn't even get robbed. He thought that he got robbed. And then when they asked him, hey, why is there a bullet hole in the side of this woman's car? He's like, oh, I don't uh, I don't recall firing my gun, but uh, I was nervous that maybe she had a gun in her car. You're like, uh-huh. uh-huh. This is a murderer. They they arrested her, too. I'm like, what, what are you for talking about? For prostitution. Yes, which is, I That's mean. garbage. I get it. But, like, come on, man. Like, one person's out here squeezing off rounds in a parking lot, and endangering people's lives. Somebody else is trying to make 300 bucks. Right. And you ain't going to hurt nobody with what she was doing. I mean. Unless you had asparagus. Then maybe. This is David Mahoney. Okay, let's give ourselves a grade here. You know, we always hear these stories about people that have been interviewed, you know, as they're in hospice or they're on their deathbed or whatever it may be. And it seems to be the most common thing that people say is that they wished that they had done or experienced many of the things that maybe they were afraid to try. Mm-hmm. You know, gone the places that were inconvenient to go to, done adventures. Very rarely do you hear about, oh, I regret doing this or I regret doing that. It's more like, did I live as full of a life as I possibly could. And, you know, I don't know how you guys feel like you're doing on that right now, but where would you put yourself, my homie? I regret not working harder, Dave. Should have worked harder. You do? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, I feel like I've been to a lot of places. There's, you know, we, if, if I were to fall and die, I'd be like, I'd be all right. You know, it was a pretty good life. You're pretty happy? I'd be pretty all right. Happy. You know, yeah. could have been worse. Yeah. Could have been okay. worse. Audrey, what about you? I feel like I'm just now starting to live. Are you? Yeah, yeah, man. Well, I, I mean, feel like I just a- went to the country for the very first time. You're so cultured now. Dude, I'm going to keep doing it. Look at you go. Look at I'm going to be a little travel blogger a- <laughs> now. <laughs> you know you got to write stuff. Nope. Okay, I'm going to be travel picture taker. <laughs> uh, you got to post yeah, stuff. You post stuff. Uh, you're making this harder. You're just going to travel. I'm just going to be a traveler. Yeah, there you I'm go. nomad. I'm going to be a wanderer. So, a yeah, I've seen a lot of the world, you know, and I feel very, very uh, fortunate for being able to, to even say that. Um, but, you know, there's always more stuff that you want to do. And mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone ever actually checks this off the list, but I have discovered because of this story something that I really want to add to the list because you talk about a wrinkle. You talk about, boy, what a fascinating way to go out. This story is wild. So there was a deathbed confession, daughter to or father to daughter, oh. where he's on his deathbed, and he said, sweetie, my entire life, as an adult, I've been on the run because I am a bank-robbing fugitive that got away with it. What? Yeah. Are you just telling his daughter this? No, no. So he's Does he like, have dementia? No. Like, is he's he like, remembering he, things well? He's like, hey, this this case may still be ongoing, so don't tell anyone about it. Well, and here he, she is going to the news. Well, he's snitch-ass daughter. He is. He has since <laughs> passed. Uh, he had terminal lung cancer, but he admitted to 
assuming the identity of a guy named Ted Conrad, revealing that he was a wanted man for years after stealing $219,000 from a bank in 1969. I mean, that was good money back in 1969. So they they ran the equivalent. That is the equivalent to $1.8 million today. today. Wow. Wow. So he stole nearly $2 million in modern-day currency and all the way back in 1969, and then he disappeared. So despite fleeing and living under a new identity, his daughter discovered his past when he finally confessed, and he said, hey, don't look into this. It might still be active, leading her to uncover the old headlines and what has been a 50-year search for this guy. Wow. Yeah, so most of the stolen really money. really searched for that long. I feel like after about like a couple months, they were like, all right, he's, all right. he's, he's, he's gone. He's, he's, he's gone. This wind. is 1960. We have, right. like, we're still doing yeah, you could assume letters somebody, by pony. You could assume somebody else's identity <laughs> back then. Right, if you just drive, like, you can't do that now. 250 miles, ain't nobody going to find you. Ain't nobody going to see what's on the local news, Sure, you know, four hours away. But So how does that work? So to me, in my head, even if he did die and you are a felon and you stole that money from the banks, unless that bank no longer exists... Would you then, as the daughter and as the family, have to repay no. because you know the bank's going bank? Did they have to repay that two hundred and ten thousand no. dollars? I mean, you can't you can't charge. I mean, maybe if you could trace the money directly, but that money is gone and hidden. Well, sure. he he actually spent a lot of it on uh, on investments, and it went incredibly well. And he died nearly a billionaire. What? No, I'm kidding. Oh. Uh, spent mostly on luxurious living and poor investments. So he actually went bankrupt in 2014. Even no. though he stole all that money. It was so. the crypto. Yeah, but <laughs> the FTX has got him, man. Damn it. Follow the Dave and Mahoney Show on social media at Dave and Mahoney. Because your home phone, cell phone, email, Facebook, Twitter, and home screen all at the same time. They're everywhere. <laughs> 